Rally of a Thousand Lakes, a Rally of a Thousand Jumps, Rally Finland. It's actually coming up very soon, in fact, this uh, this very week. And uh, Rich um, came into the World Rally Championship in 1973, but it had been very much the, one of the bedrock events, including our own event, in the World Rally Championship. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most iconic in the, in the calendar. It provides some real great entertainment, and it's so flat out, it's a real test for the drivers as well. You know, I think we, we're used to what we're expecting, but the only difference for this, this year is the time of year um, be a lot colder than what we would normally see in, in the middle of the summer so I think it'll be a challenge an additional challenge to what the drivers already expect I suppose as well I mean the stages are very fast I mean they're fast they're, they're flowing you have got a lot of jumps on the rally I mean I've been to Rally Finland and I, I just could not believe what it was like to be part and part of that event at home in its own country basically but in terms of, of, the, of the, the sort of conditions is this going to have some impact and will it have some impact on the stages um, I mean I haven't seen the weather forecast yet but Certainly colder temperatures, which will probably adjust, uh, you know, the tyre the tire choice you might take in the day. Um, and uh, darker, I guess, you know, the, the nights are a lot lot uh, shorter there. So that's going to impact some running, on, some running. And if there's any delays during the rally, that would impact, you know, that side of things as well. So I think that'll be the extra challenge. We don't often get to drive finish stages in, in the dark, so there could be an occasion for some of that. So, yeah, I think it would just be a challenging rally for the guys. But, you know, the speed is the main factor, and, and that's always uh, <laughs> a difficult one to get get up to speed you know up. being how fast the stages are and also presumably you're, you're setting the car up to cope with the the, the sort of long running stages with, with a lot of jumps as well because uh, obviously that can be a, a bit of a problem if you if you haven't got the car physically set up in the right way yeah i mean we've got a lot of experience over the past few years with this car in that rally so i find a, a reasonable setup we weren't able to test coming into this event because of how busy we are with um, the development of the new car and preparation from greece before this rally and then also on to Spain after this rally is very tight so we were unable to test so the guys are going to have to use the shakedown as their kind of test which is quite difficult for them and we appreciate that and the shakedown is actually on the Friday morning with the rally starting on the Friday afternoon so another challenge there in that you've got to finish the shakedown and then get straight into rally mode for the event starting in the afternoon and obviously we had a change of co-driver with uh, with Gus uh, he was joined obviously by, by Chris Patterson and also this news about uh, obviously the change for for, um, uh, for Adrian as well with a new co-driver yeah so Adrian and and Renault uh, you know, split after the, the previous rally um, ended up all on, on amicable good terms uh, but just decided to take a new direction and Adrian has um, someone he's known for a while now Alex Korea in with him I've only met him very quickly but he seems like a nice guy yeah it would be a big challenge for him you know fastest rally of the season coming into to the event um, midway through the season but the intention is to get Alex up to speed um, so that if when he's there in 2022 you know he's already up to speed knows the team and, and we're not uh, going into Monte Carlo as a first rally uh, completely new because I think that would be a lot of pressure so it's a, it's an opportunity for him to get to know the guys uh, and us to get to know him um, and, and go from there What's about his background? What about his experience as a rally driver? Yeah he's got good experience as a co-driver he's had some WRC experience so that's a start but not so much in WRC cars so that'll be the biggest challenge uh, and I think the team's you know got a lot of resources in place to, to help him get up to speed and do everything in, in terms of running the event so that shouldn't be too difficult um, it's just going to be the getting up to speed and understanding the car and, and working with Adrian I think will be the, the biggest things they need to concentrate on this weekend. But I suppose and what you're doing also here is you've got two drivers obviously with a lot of potential and what you're trying to do is actually bring that potential on with, with co-drivers who can actually probably just make that bit of a difference to the way they approach their rallying and, the, and, the, and their relationship in the car. Yeah I mean a co-driver is is the key, the, the second key member in the team you know you can't do it without them so you have to have a really good relationship and they have to be very much you know on the same page as the 
driver and able to help the driver get into that mentality and zone that he needs to be in. So it's incredibly important and we'll do all we can to make sure that they're working together and working to the best of their ability. I was thinking back to the days when Malcolm was rallying and of course he had people like Ian Gridrod alongside him, Nicky Grist of course, various other rally drivers, uh, co-drivers, but in real terms, when you go back to those days, I mean, it was very much a case of turbo maps, wasn't it, in those days? Yeah, I think the, 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 the relationship is the same in some ways. They're still ultimately reading base notes, but, um, you know, everything goes around it these days in terms of media presence and, and social media following and, and media duties and then the, the way that they do the base notes now in terms of so much more detailed work, video work. You know, there's a huge amount of responsibility for that co-driver, so uh, it's a very big challenge for them and we'll be doing all we can to make sure both co-drivers are, are in the best possible place to get them to do their job in the best possible way. Well, I see. I mean, obviously, we're looking ahead to the future, but as far as the, this uh, this weekend is concerned, I mean, uh, what's the sort of setup? You've got, obviously, the two guys. You've got Gus and Adrienne are out there. What about the... Are you just running the two cars this weekend, then? Uh, so we have two WRC cars, and then Tom Christensen is, is in the Rally 2 car. So just uh, Molly Taylor is also making the Rally 3 car. So, so we've got four cars there. What about Tom? He's an interesting young man, isn't he? He's got a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, he's had a, he's had a difficult season. You know, I think in terms of had a few accidents. Uh, when you go to look at the accidents, they were, they've been big damage for small accidents, which is always difficult to, to, to kind of deal with. But he's made a good progression throughout the season. And I think he wants to just show in Finland where he's got up to and, and how he's made a good good move forward and try to show his, his potential for the following seasons. Fantastic stuff. Well, I wish you all the very best for the weekend. Where are you flying out? So we're going out uh, later today via, via Germany for another meeting. So as always, it's nice and busy uh, Absolutely. all over the place. And then the rally starts on Friday. <laughs> you love traveling, don't you? Uh, I got very, very much used to it now. <laughs> You manage to get as much sleep as you can and relax as much as you can before you get to the rallies, presumably, yeah? Yeah, that's the plan, try and get to recharge before the, before the rally week begins. And of course, now that you're a dad and Anna, of course, you and uh, parents, you have a, a lovely daughter called Elsie, and uh, I guess that's also in the back of your mind uh, while you're traveling and also when you're on the events as well, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky to, to balance uh, work and family life, but it's something we're both uh, getting used to, and it's, you know, it's just another challenge. When will Anna come back to work, then, do you think, or is she going to be a full-time mum? Uh, that's still open for discussion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, you have to sort of say, look, we can't afford this lovely daughter of ours unless you go back to work, basically. Is that the plan? Uh, well, it'll be something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> look, I wish you all the very best for the weekend. Best wishes to the team. And uh, again, congratulations to both of you. And I uh, hope world, the world treats you kindly as we move forward, yeah? No problem. All right. Lovely stuff. May bless you for that. That was great. Nice to have a chat. And good luck for the weekend.